This is the Edinburgh Reporter podcast and today I'm with uh, Councillor Ross McKenzie. Ross, you're going to show me around your ward. I'm going to show you around well, it's a, not just a your very ward, small course. part of my ward, um, a, um, a ward that I share with three other councillors. But I'm showing you around Dalry and maybe a wee bit of Gorgie. The ward stretches from Haymarket all the way to Hermiston Gate. It's a huge That's area huge. with about six or seven very distinct communities. And we're standing just now in the Dalry Colonies, which is a, a pedestrian zone, which currently has uh, a number of cars trying to park and get past each other. Exactly, um, and another car trying to come in. So. And I recently uh, brought a motion to full council um, about the construction noise coming from the Haymarket um, site at the moment um, that was slightly controversial. I think some felt it was a ward issue that shouldn't have come to full council but I wanted to put pressure on McAlpine just to give a little bit of leeway to the residents here and we got confirmation yesterday that they're going to start an hour later on a Saturday, 8 instead of 7. Well, now I, I lived next to a construction site for years and if you're used to being waking up by a blaring siren and cranes at 7 in the morning that extra hour on a Saturday is huge, so I was I was really glad to get that back from them that's yesterday. That's really good then. That's a, that's, so that's at least one good thing you've done then, Ross. Uh, oh, that's, well, I can tell you much more, <laughs> Phyllis, I'm sure. Uh, okay, we have to wait for this van to back up because We need to go out this way. way. Are we going to go out the other way? I'm going to turn. Okay. Oh, excuse me. And, okay, so we'll just, are we going to go left here? We're going to go left and up the Arai Road and up this huge wide space yep. which is currently just used for it's car parking. Car parking. Yep. Okay, we I, should explain we're on bikes. We're on bikes. Yeah. Okay. Um, you're about to get hit by a car. That's okay. It's I turning. Think you won't. Okay, um, shall we go before this bus? Right, let's go for it, yeah. Right. And uh, there's a and lot of noise here, of course, from traffic. But, but when you look at this part of Dalry Road, the bottom part, that connects the Haymarket. It's extremely wide. It's not that busy with cars. Yeah, not um, cars moving, but cars it's parked. It's, it's, it's a giant car park, essentially. Um, what would you like to see happen here? I would like to see it narrowed right out. I would like to see wider pavements and segregated cycle lanes. Yep. And what is, we hope, going to come in alongside those things with the 20-minute neighbourhood project, an improvement place. So pocket parks, street art. We better explain what a for, pocket park is. So, so well, that's kind of an area which would effectively stop up a road and it would be an area where people could take their kids or sit for a while or just enjoy the fresher air perhaps. And a prime example of what could be a pocket park, we're just approaching outside the Scotmid. Oh. Uh, sorry, it's not a Scotmid, the co-op yes. on Darai Road, yep. um, where we've got three dilapidated phone boxes oh and uh, or, or a charging cash machine. Oh, it's a, it's a cash machine. And we'll machine. just turn right yep. on to that. Okay, let's do that. Oh, this is where this statue is. I've seen this before of a couple of guys and, uh, and a barrel, of course. Well, and the statue hasn't been very well looked after in the square. Uh, it's just a wasted space, really. It must have been put in by Beezer Homes and I think, I don't even know if When they still built exist. the Easter Dalry yes, um, yes. project, or the Caledonian village, uh -huh. um, as So this it's was known. perhaps um, sort of a, a, a memento or something for the, the breweries, which were yeah. all around here at one point. Yeah. Have you always lived here? 
No, I'm from Inverness. I've been in Edinburgh for just over 20 years. Um, yeah. And um, so looking around at this, 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 well, we're not looking around because we're, <laughs> we're, we're on, on a we're podcast. We're on radio, really. Um, <laughs> but this is an example of quite a sizable space that could be a public space, that yeah. could have planters with flowers, could have benches. We yeah. could... It would um, be very nice if BT would take these three phone boxes away. Well, I've been round the houses with that. What they are doing, I'll give them, is cleaning them because oh, they were really, they really disgusting. They don't terribly clean and attractive that to me. That is a million miles away from what, what they were. Gosh. Um, but the BT are still quite intent on trying to get um, yeah, these display these things, display things and they're using the, the, the existence of these dilapidated boxes as yeah. leverage. That's, that's actually been um, knocked back by the council a couple of times now, however. They're so still hoping still with hoping the Scottish reporter, which they were yeah. successful with in Dundee, I think. So oh, they, they seem to think that... Um, so where this area is, um, it's on Dalry Road, it's opposite Orwell Terrace, if anybody wants to look it up on a map, opposite the Clock Cafe over there. And yes, it's uh, quite a big area, but you know, as well as the statue, as well as the three boxes, as well as the cash thing, which actually looks like an extra phone box, we've also got a couple of other uh, things here. We've got boxes, which could be electricity phones. I have no idea what these things are for. And we have a couple of masts, uh, one of which must be, is that fresh air or is it air That's CCTV. Oh, it's CCTV. Uh, but we are also going to get along here a 5G mast one of these ones that we can't stop that come with five massive boxes alongside them as well. well and why, can, why can you not They stop get pre-approval from the Scottish Government um, and there's nothing, nothing it seems, you can do. there's nothing that can be done. Um, oh, we've got a community that, council in Sight Hill desperate to stop one, but it's just gone up yeah. the other day. It's, uh, but otherwise it's quite a nice little kind of square area and it would lend itself to um, you know, kind of pop-up market or something, a tiny little pop-up market. And if we look across the road, this has been identified by the 20 Minute Neighbourhood team as, as a really important pedestrian thoroughfare. So you've got uh -huh. the Telfer subway, which connects you to Fountain Bridge, yes. and people are walking and uh -huh. cycling to work Up in Orwell and Terrace. that space uh -huh. constantly. Yeah. And Orwell Terrace could become, with I think some pretty minor changes, a much more pleasant space to yes. walk and cycle you on. Need, you need a much uh, wider pavement, at least on one side, if not both sides, I think, just to allow that to happen. On our World Terrace, we've got St Bride's Community Centre, which yes. is an incredible resource. It has a really it fantastic theatre inside it that the Edinburgh Jazz and Blues Festival yes. um, work out of. Yeah. And with, it, with wonderful raked seating that they can squash up against the wall, it's wonderful. I've the seating is wonderful, yeah. but could probably do with being replaced. Yeah. Um, the building itself, I mm. think, probably needs about at least a million pounds investment um, in mm. the roof and the heating and so on um, for it to be sustainable going forward. It's an old yeah. church. Yeah. Um, we, we were recently told that the capital fund for community centres is zero, um, and that that's hopefully something that could change in the next capital budget that we could actually look to invest in our that. community centres. Or I guess it's something that maybe levelling up fund or something might step in and help with. I don't know if the levelling yeah. up fund exists anymore. Uh, <laughs> they might go with it. We should, we should explain that you're an independent councillor and yep. you started off, you were, uh, when I first met you, you were standing as a Labour councillor and you were elected as part of the Labour group and then uh, for 
reasons of your own, which we probably don't really need to go into here. Um, you left the Labour Party, you left the Labour Group, and you've left the Labour Party now. Yeah. You really, so you're able to do whatever you want. I'm not quite able to do whatever I want, but <laughs> I certainly, uh, I don't, I'm, I don't have to uh, go to the Tories and with Dems to get to get things passed, um, as as the Labour Group seems to have found itself doing so th that yeah that unraveled very quickly um i wasn't i wasn't really ever going to be able to survive in an in an arrangement like like that and it was it was quite a surprise to me that that, that was the road they went down but um in terms of so what the, do you, what, the things you want to do then things you want to do want to, you want to improve this whole area for the people who live here I guess that's why you became a councillor in the first place. Of course, and well, we're, we're in Dorai right now where the majority of people um, don't own a car, and I think that it is achievable for us to, to make the area a lot more friendly for people who are walking, cycling, want to sit out yeah. on the street and, and, and you know really improve how people live in the area, but we also have a really high number of private renters here and rent spiralling out of control. Um, and I think a lot more needs to be done to protect their interests. I think a lot more needs to be done um, for the council to provide social rents um, in this area. We do have some areas of social rent round around Duff Street and that side of Dalry, um, little pockets in the Caledonians. Um, but obviously we're, we're in a situation where this area is, is rapidly going to become unaffordable for private renters because it's so close to the so city centre. Do you think it's going um, to become gentrified? Is that the, the well, I think Dalry's already gentrified to you an think extent. So? Um, have, you know, there's a few coffee shops and things here, certainly. I don't, I don't think gentrification in Dalry can be stopped. We can have a different conversation about Gorgie, where if, you know, if we turn onto Gorgie Road, suddenly the street becomes much quieter. Uh -huh. um, we have a huge number of one-bedroom flats in Gorgie, a very transient population. You won't, you won't find any cafes or restaurants mm -hmm. in Gorgie, one or two cafes um, at best. So the situation changes as soon as you go around yeah. that corner. Shall um, we go on then? Shall we move along and uh, see what, uh, see where we can get to? Where are we going to go now? We're going to go further up Dalry Do you Road. want to pop back around the corner to the Wasp studio first? Oh yes, I do, I do, because that's, something, that's it, something we've been writing about, certainly. It's, it's, it's um, the next left after this one. Okay, we're going... Uh, so we're going to go back up uh, Dalry Road here and uh, find the, the Wasp Studio. It's great. So this is it here at West Park Place. West Park Place. And this is where the um, Wasp Studio is. There are Wasp Studios in other cities too, which is something I found out. I thought it was unique to Edinburgh, but I found out that there are others. and. So bought from the council for a pound and um, now owned by an entity, is it a charity? It's a charity, Char yes. And yes. Um, there are lots and lots of artists in here, but they are in danger of being thrown out because the charity now finds that they can't pay for the improvements and they have to sell it on. I guess that's a simple yeah. story. Yeah, so it's... it's um it used to be a biscuit factory. Um, it's two quite separate buildings. They're both very unusual buildings for the area. I'm not actually sure if they're listed, but mm. they are certainly unique to the area. Um, the other one there as well. 
Oh. Um, so it's the whole thing. Oh, it's the whole thing. It's yeah. much bigger than I thought. We better, go, we better go further yeah, down the hill then big. in that case and have a look. Um, it's and huge. it's down this wee cul-de-sac, so nobody really knows it's here. Yes, um, it's huge. And you only enter though from, well, there's two doors. There's one, one here and one up there and a wall in the middle. There must be a courtyard or something in there then behind this wall. And a lovely piece of art, a, like a kind of portal of into a secret garden on that wall. And um, is there a garden behind? No. I don't think so. Not that I'm aware of. I've been in both buildings, but yeah. I haven't, uh, haven't, I haven't been seen what's behind that particular it's, wall. Um, but it is kind of an interesting story that uh, and the council has in essence, not done anything wrong here. They sold it thinking Well, they did the something wrong 25 years ago when they when they allowed that lease agreement to to go through <laughs> that uh, that allowed wasps to buy it for for a pound because obviously the site is worth millions. But they um, did, would they not have thought that perhaps it was better being used by the community and that this was a, a, a good entity to sell it to? Was that not maybe the, the more philanthropic view or am I just... Uh, being naive here. I, don't, I mean, what, what are we talking about? It was 1996. I, I don't, I'm not sure what the, the attitude was at the time, but certainly the attitude we have at the moment, I think, is that if there are opportunities to get buildings off the books of the council so we don't have to pay for their upkeep, so we don't have to respond to political pressure not to change their use, then, 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 then that opportunity is, I think, often welcomed. Um, Anyway, the situation that arose was that wasps took the opportunity to buy it for a pound and then a couple of years down the line they've turned around and said it needs four million pounds of improvements to make it accessible and viable and sustainable. So we're going to be... It certainly doesn't look in the best of order. It's not, it's, it's not. not. And it's from it even from the outside, the windows and everything there's else. No, there's no I'm doubt I'm just going to take that. a picture here, Ross, just to uh, show there it is. And this lovely mural here, which... Uh, that many of the artists made that, that really got through to me and as a renter and as a, a campaigner for renters and housing, I, I really took on board the point that they have been paying rent, some of them for the full 25 years. They have created value okay. out of the site. And, the, and they're, they're a community as well. And they the formed thing. a community. Uh -huh. And uh -huh. that, that, it's, it's certainly not a a yeah. light thing to to kind of break that up yeah in any case they've come forward with uh they've the wasps have recently shared the new site that they uh, intend to purchase with the proceeds of selling this site um which is a big office block much further up gorgie road and would that be a little bit soulless and i don't uninviting know I, I i haven't oh. seen the detail of that but yeah. i mean one positive to me just it's it's closer to this site than I thought it was going to be. So it would still be within the area and within the neighbourhood then, which I, would be quite good. I know that some of the artists would argue that it's very much not the area because, uh -huh. you know, Gorgidorai, to me, as a community, goes up to about Sockton Park. Hiya. As we're standing here on uh -huh. West Park Place and we look to the other side of the street from the art studios yeah. we see student accommodation purpose-built student accommodation and that's another thing i think that makes this 
issue with the artists here quite salient is that local people know that a brownfield site like this, if it does become available, um, become will become purpose-built student accommodation. But, the, but this well. student accommodation here is in a dreadful mess outside, I think. It's, it's modern, it's obviously quite new, it doesn't look in the best of nick to me. and. Um, it's fenced off also, fenced it's off. bricked off. It, it, but there's it, weeds it, everywhere, there's a, brook, you know, yeah, a brook, there's a broken window somewhere I'm sure is spotted there, just on the end there. Not great. So we'll, we'll push on up to, um, up to the Roseburn Union Canal link and the bridge over Dalry okay. Road. So this is where uh, Gorgie and Dalry is going to become linked to um, the, uh, the rest of the city. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> Although it is already. Well, no, I mean, it does, Dalry does have pretty hard borders. You've uh -huh. got the West Approach Road on one side, you've got the railway line on the other. And then, equally, when you're on Gorgie, you've got you're 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 baked in by railway lines and by yeah, industrial so have, sites. So yeah, so you do have hard borders. Are we going right here or left? We're going right. Going right. Okay. And oops. Okay, we keep going now. Yeah. Great. I mean, there's some nice restaurants here on. Yeah, the, but look, we're going to go left here. No, no, we're going straight. We're, we're going, going straight, straight on. I You're just, really good at the instructions. I just can't cycle past those bins without pointing at them, <laughs> and waving the my hands. The bins uh, are on the pavement. The communal bins are on the pavement, and you are getting them moved. Is that uh, what you're well, trying no, to tell the, me? Well, no, the communal bin. Uh, Erica Manfroy and Andres Lysis are getting them moved. The the poor uh, officers that have to deal with the communal bin review um, and have to up with the new towners campaigning against uh, the removal of their gull proof sacks and so on we don't have those types of issues here um, so the pe issues that we have people are happy to have a communal bin like that people but you think it's in the wrong place at the moment they are the, the bins uh -huh, the, you know the um, and, and there is an, an improvement coming there but we still have issues where the communal bins are in bad condition where the rubbish when, when bins overflow yeah. The rubbish doesn't get picked up around them. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it, yeah. when you look at communal bins in Gorgie del Rai compared to communal bins in Brunsfield and Morningside, it's yeah, very clear that different. we're getting a raw deal. Yeah. Um, so we're just okay, passing... So we've passed Lidl and we're almost at the bridge over Del Rai Road, which is... Um, where does that street, where does that road come from? Is that the... Um, Western Approach Road. That is the Western, is approach, the Western road. approach Road. And, uh, okay. So now we're going to go up to the left here or Well, not? we'll pull over we're here. We're stop. Okay, so we're stopping near the bridge and this is where the Roseburn to Union Canal link is going in. Um, where are the workmen today? <laughs> uh -huh. well, they must be not here but somewhere else. Well, we've, it's, it's an enormous site. It's, okay. a, it's a 12 and a half million pound project. Yeah. Um, so connecting essentially yeah, the canal through Dundee uh -huh. Street uh -huh. and into what was known as the Dalry Community Park which uh -huh. is going to be done up and now where we're standing a new pedestrian and cycle bridge will be built. So there's going to be a bridge there's going to over, be a new bridge a over bridge here. beside this existing bridge? Yeah, right wow. next to it. Um, Gosh, wouldn't it be good if they could do that on uh, some on the road um, beside the, where the tram line is, it's up near Ball Green and everything, where you have to come off the cycle lane, go through very 
tricky chicanes at uh, traffic lights and then join the other side. Oh, you were wondering where the boat is. Oh, there they uh, are, they're, over they're, there. They are. That's a, uh, that's a pile driver, I think. <laughs> okay. I think we have to take a picture of this then. Um, so that is a, I think that's called a pile driver, what do you think it's called? <laughs> I don't know about construction things. Uh, so, so, so you're going to come down through Gorgi Dorai Community Park. There's going yeah. to be a bridge taking pedestrians and cyclists up over the road here. And then where does it go after that? Road. It goes towards Rosebank. You're, well, you're going to run along, it's, it's called Soppy Bank, I suppose, where you go... You, Oh, where there's a little industrial estate. There, there. is a little industrial yeah. estate, and uh, it runs alongside Russell Road. Yes. Um, yes. So I get that. That's that going to open up, up a, a large green space. Now it was a bit controversial because some trees were chopped down here. A lot more trees are being planted, um, and, a, and a very large green space is going to open up there to people. There's going to be community allotments as part of it as well. Okay. Um, unfortunately the link will not take on the last railway lines there and you will have to come down onto Russell Road. So okay. another piece of construction that's happening right now is actually on Russell Road okay. underneath the railway bridge yes. and they're building a, a segregated cycle lane there right oh, now which will connect Good. this to the Roseburn path. Yes, so yes, which goes everywhere. I mean, you well, can either go... Takes you to North to, Edinburgh. Yeah, North Edinburgh, you go to Cameron. You can actually go, you'll then be able to go from where we're standing on Dalry Road almost all the way over the fourth bridge until they almost. put a tram on the roseburn path <laughs> uh, it is the favorite yeah. option of, of the council well, the although not of george louder strangely well it is the one that has the permission sorry it's the other way around louder wants the roseburn path but arthur wants deep bridge oh, wow. arthur wants to build a new bridge over, over the, the dean, dean bridge. i think so oh wow you must, you, must want, uh, you must want an MBE or something as well in that case. <laughs> as well as, uh, we'd better say that George has an OBE or an MBE, I can't remember which. Anyway, we'd better stop bad-mouthing them, they might listen. So, um, so th this is quite good then, because this is going, this is like the High Line in Dalry. It's like the what, sorry? It's like the High Line from New York. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, hopefully, we get we get something uh, yeah something that's also iconic for the area for yes. our for yeah. our twelve and a half million pounds. Um, well, there's, a lot, that, there's a lot of bridge here though to be built. I mean, you can see there's a lot of um, you know structure will have to go in here to to support it. So, I guess twelve million. Maybe we should ask if that's enough. <laughs> So this started, it started a while ago, but when do you think it will be finished, do you know? The official completion date uh -huh. is May next year. Oh gosh, well that's And quite... I haven't been told of any delay. That's quite soon. That's I guess we're soon. standing here in August. Yeah, could easily be, couldn't it? You can see there's a huge amount of work still to be done, but... Um, I mean, I, I think this is an amazing link. I I had seen it on a plan, but until you see something on the ground, you don't really understand quite easy. I've been on the Russell Road path, and then, yes, suddenly the only place you're spilled out to there is into Roseburn Park or off to Christorfen. So this is going to be another uh, real spur. But I think the important thing is also to, 
to stress that it's full of community benefits. Now, when when all this Sustrin money appears, people get frustrated when it's focused on on uh, cycle infrastructure. Um, but but I think this really is a case where opening up green space for the community has been front and centre in the project. So. Um, Calling it calling it an act of travel link probably does it a disservice. Um, so th th this area is very densely populated. It's one of the most densely populated parts of the city, and it doesn't have much green space. So We've this got will really open up the green space. Dalry Cemetery has been kind of opened up recently as a green space. We had the community park, um, but compared to the rest of the city, it's it's noticeable on the map for yes. its kind of absence of, of a sizable green, green space. Oh, that's great. And so the people uh, who live here will then have somewhere to um, get out and about to. I, I don't know if I'd really like to A, be living. Here's Councillor Dixon. Oh, gosh. Oh, good morning, Councillor Dixon. We'd like you to we'd like to advise you that we are recording what we're seeing here. So it's very nice to, uh, nice to see you about. Fishmonger, by the looks of it. Well, he's doing just a 20 minute neighborhood. He just walks to the fishmonger. So what do you think about the active travel link here or the um, access to to the green space that is being built here, 12 million pounds? Do you think that's a good use of money? 12 million pounds for the green space over here. Uh, a number of complaints about this bridge being built here. We sorted that out. Well, I think the active travel link would be absolutely right. Absolutely right. I mean, that's what we kind of need. There's a bridge going along the top here. Yes, yes, I see that. Yes. Good. Well, we better bash on, and you better go home and uh, cook your fish. What kind of fish is it, Dennis? Paddock. We are doing a tour, uh, yes. Pushing up a tour. Okay, nice to see you, Dennis. All right. Okay, Cheers, take care. Dennis. Bye. Um, so oh, we... you were talking also about the uh, Dalry Cemetery having been opened up as a green space. Of course, the Friends of Dalry Cemetery do work in here. There is some contention about it. Um, because, of course, there are some tensions between some of the lady who lives in the lodge house and also the friends, but um, you, I think you're particularly keen that we hear the siren, Ross, <laughs> that uh, has been a, an exterior alarm has been put up on the lodge house. So um, are we going to just walk this way just to, um, just to listen to it? has become a really lovely space i mean yeah. it's because of the work that the because of the work uh, the that they've done doing. And, you know it was extremely overgrown um they've got benches in they're putting up the coffins and the coffins the, <laughs> the stones oh goodness and as we enter That's... we're greeted with that and it, go it goes off repeatedly around different um, right. parts yeah here's the dog Okay, so shall we go back out again then? Yes. <laughs> we'll, uh... Okay, so where are we going now? We're going to push on up onto Gorgie Road. Okay. I'm following you. Okay. So this end of Dalry Road alongside yeah. Muriston. Yes. Um, we've got we've got a, a five-way junction, which yes. again, it's a tricky I really, junction. This one, isn't it? And part of it doesn't have a, a 
pedestrian crossing, so yeah. that's what a big would, priority for me in, in the what 20 would you minute. Like, what would you like to see here? The pavement's really narrowed out. Mm. Um, maybe a reduction in the options for cars. Um, okay. But yeah, just a real <laughs> a recognition of the fact that people have to walk across this junction regularly yeah. at the moment. But it's, it's very wide. We see the width of the pavement on yeah. the cemetery side. Yeah, um, it's, that's very narrow. And certainly. then as you turn up Ardmill and, or sorry, Henderson Terrace, it's uh -huh. a very narrow little corner. So yeah. I, th I think it is going to be... Ooh, that's a bit of a... I think we are looking at quite a major uh, reconstruction of this junction. Um, yeah widening of pavements uh -huh. and, and any car coming to this junction can almost turn anyway any direction from here when you're yeah. coming down henderson you can't turn right on to road oh, but that okay. doesn't stop people oh, I see. or you can just rat run through muriston and come around the other side yes. Yes, so um, so yeah the freedom the freedom of movement for for drivers is uh is pretty strong around this bit and it's not that busy an area we always have to remember with Gorgie and Ride Road yep. you've got the West Approach Road you've got Kerstorfen Road you've got Slateford Road there are many options to get to the west of the yeah, city rather than so... using Dorai Road itself yes and of course we're coming up to Gorgie City Farm, which we'll maybe leave for another day. I'm sure that's a, a different uh, matter. Some of these uh, buildings on the road here are, are a little bit run down. No? Well, certainly the Tyne Castle Garage and that little stretch yeah. along there. Yeah, that um, little parade of shops. I know a that the down. I know that the owner of the Tyne Castle Garage would be interested in selling, but um, again, you'd have to worry that we'd be looking at, at student housing if that site did become available. Yeah. Um, so the phase one of the 20 minute neighborhood project goes up to McLeod Street oh. there. We hope there will be a phase two from there along Gorgie Road and uh, up to Salton Park. Okay. But we do have hopefully included in the fair one in the phase one as a kind of addendum White Park, which is another White Park is just Green right, space. Out, right outside um, the, the farm, really, isn't it? A little it's bit along from the, the farm, along from um, the farm. Just across from uh -huh. the entrance to the Gorgie stand just, at Tyne Castle. Yeah, and just, it really needs a bit of work. Um, it's just right beside the road here, but and there's a children's play park as well as, um, yeah, kind it's of. Quite a, an ugly a, fence around a it. De a derelict green space, isn't it? It's There's a friends nice. group trying to trying to improve it, but it needs yes. it needs a bit of investment. Yes. Um, yes. Well, we'll wait and maybe have to speak to them in that case to see what uh, what's going on with that. So now, so where are we off to now? Passing Wardlaw Street. This is nice because it's nice and level for me. <laughs> we're passing Wardlaw Street, which has just had controlled parking installed. Uh -huh. was, that, uh, was that with difficulty or were people quite accepting of it? Or? I haven't heard that much. Uh -huh. I think we'll find out in the new census, but my prediction is that car ownership around here is below 30%. So actually these, um, were ca these cars being parked here, they were cars coming in from outside in that case, I think case, a lot of they? them. 
Yeah. People's main, the main point that people want to make about the controlled parking zone is that it doesn't solve um, the problem on match days when people come into Hearts games filled with streets. So, so they can they could just pay to park. We yeah. do have a commitment from officers to have a look at match day parking once once this new controlled parking zone settles in and see what else uh -huh. can be done. Um, okay. But one of the main things that I want to point out here is um, the new bin hub. So this, is, this has been <laughs> this operational is, this is lovely. <laughs> for three or four months. Well, it's lovely, again, because we don't have the problem that we have in Darai where the bins all end up on the pavement and covering yeah. the tactile. They're in a uh, kind of a, a recessed area or, next to the pavement and it's but, fairly obvious where they should be. But there is just a lack of respect in terms of these bins have been parked here but nothing's been done to actually clean the curbside and there's a, there's a big kind of residue of filth all oh. over the side of the curb here. Uh -huh. um, it's, I, I, I spend a lot of time cycling around here and reporting fly tipping, overflowing mm -hmm. bins, litter so really this bins, whole area could actually just do with a really good clean. It needs a really deep clean. Uh -huh. So, so some, a, a, a lorry with a hose no. attached would make a huge that's one. That's one place where Phyllis, I align with the Tories and the need for, <laughs> in the need for a deep, deep clean, clean of the city. You know, um, but the, There's not many places like that then, are But there? it just <laughs> takes one of these bins to overflow yes. and, and a gentle wind or a couple of seagulls and, and the rubbish just mess. spreads everywhere. And I think... Again, I would make a similar point that I made earlier. In Morningside and in Brunsfield, they have communal bins, but these issues don't seem to arise. Yeah. Um, so, a good clean here would make a huge difference. That would be. And they, these are all quite nice new bins, so you know it would be. I don't know if I'd like a glass recycling bin right outside my house, but uh, I guess somebody. It has to be somewhere. It's probably. If you're at this end of Gorgie Road, there's a lot, there's a lot of different noises. I guess. when you get towards the other end, I suppose it's it's a bit yeah. quieter. Um, so where else would you would you like to go? What else would you like me to see? Um, it's it's well, it's difficult to. Uh, if we go if we go past Sainsbury's, then then we're probably some distance from other areas. Then then you're getting into. Stenhouse and, and uh -huh. Stockton Park and those types is of that, areas. That's not still part. That is still part of your. Absolutely, oh, Whitson, Stenhouse, Stockton. I think I'll have to come back and do a second. Um, well, yeah, a second no, I, I do. I do consider the ward kind of in two parts: Gorgie yeah. Darai, yes, and then the oh. other the other community. I mean, you've got three parts: your Longstone, Red Hall, Kings. Now is separate. Okay. Stenhouse, Stockton, Mains, Whitson. And then you've got Broomhouse, Parkhead, and Site Hill. So it, it's very you've complicated. A, this is a huge got, word. I, I hadn't realised uh, that before. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's grown as well. So it used to have Lester Hills in it. So that mm -hmm. was that went into Pentland Hills. Um, yeah. Yeah. But we've got the the chief executive coming um, to see the ward. The four ward councillors are, are to show him round. Um, mm -hmm. We're having to kind of do it in, in two phases. I've said meet at the Broomhouse Hub. Uh -huh. for a first walkabout and then yeah. come down to Gorgie Road for a second. second yeah, um, I mean, another thing we could talk about while we're at this end of Gorgie Road is just the kind of local businesses and the economy in the road. Uh -huh. You can see that there aren't any cafes. There's Cafe Caledonia, just yep. past Cafe Caledonia, um, which is the most popular of the cafes. There's one other on the other side of the street, 
So all the cafes are down towards Haymarket? Yeah, yeah, you have to get round, yeah, yeah uh -huh. past Muriston onto Dalry Road. Okay. We've got a Costa, I guess. I don't yes. count that. And there's um, a McDonald's up here somewhere too, isn't there? That's it's a little bit on. further on. Yeah. Um, and a lot of these businesses come and go. Uh -huh. We've got Gorgie Cobblers there, which has obviously been there for a very it's long time. It's been there time. for a long time, um, yeah. But a lot of charity shops, a lot of takeaways that, that are quite transient. Um, and I think there does need to be a strategy to support the businesses at this end. And just sort of local business in general across the city then? But then, if you're closer to the city centre, then oh, okay. there, there are options. But once, once you get out here, there needs to be a bit of work done maybe to attract people here. You know, we're standing here, it's the middle of the Edinburgh Festival. Yeah. That has brought there's nothing. nobody no, There's here. no festival. And there uh, should. They should have brought something to St Bride's, well, shouldn't got it? The, St Bride's has the Jazz and Blues Festival in July, but it yeah. could very much be a festival venue. Yeah. Um, the the, the Tynecastle Community Wing and the Hearts uh, Tynecastle Stadium could probably support some festival activity. The Gorgie Memorial, War Memorial Hall there could support festival activity. Um, so it could be much more involved in something that's a major part of at being living in Edinburgh. Something else I'd like to pursue is maybe some kind of uh, street food festival on Gorgie Road. Uh -huh. Let's there cross are the road. a number of uh, of small takeaways that are providing some quite impressive food. Uh -huh. This this little one that we're about to approach up here is called Potaba, and it's a it's a Bombay street food place okay. um, that does these very authentic kind of like. Uh, Shats, they're called, uh, okay. that you buy on, on the street in Bombay. Uh -huh. um, and I don't, I, I don't know whether a business, there are a lot of uh, South Asian people living in Gorgie, uh -huh. but I'm not sure whether a business like that can survive without, yeah. without a bit of wider interest from outside the area. And I think the car is all What we should really have said at the very beginning, this is a street, this whole, length of Dalry and Gorgie Road, um, it's very much traditional shops on the bottom and flats up above. I mean, that's a, a really kind of traditional Edinburgh thing, isn't it? Um, so, excuse me. Davey, come and speak to the media. <laughs> we'll have to speak to, we'll have to speak to him. This is Phyllis from the Edinburgh Reporter. This Hi. is Davy the Barber. Hi, Looks Davey. like Gary O'Connor, eh? Lovely <laughs> start, eh? It's like already. Yeah, well, to meet you. Uh, Davy's oh. business thrives. Usually you kind of speak to him because he's yeah, got a cute people. People tend to go and, and do last week, isn't it? I know. And and next, there's another week, week to go. Next week's in the last so, uh, week, yeah. Well, you have to get somebody up there with flyers and bring them down. Probably me. <laughs> what do you think Gorgie Road needs to bring it to life? Let me just stand inside your door. Yeah, not, 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 just, just here. Just, um, what do you need? So, I don't know. It's, it's, I mean, the list is endless, to be fair. Uh, cash injection for you know, the way the roads and the, the payments are. Cycle lanes. Well, I think cycle lanes too, with your yeah. lovely bikes. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, there's a, there's a big argument for the, the parking that's going to be happening, the parking zones. And while I understand that, residents are happy with struggling for parking spaces, I think it will deter people from coming to the local shops and they're coming to get further away. And people that can't, can't walk, you can't cycle, they're going to use these shops and 
There's, there's been studies done, I can't quote you figures, mm. but I can say to you that there's been studies done that if you're accessible by bicycle, then, um, and I, I hear what you're saying about disabled people, but if you're accessible by bicycle, then your trade goes off. Yeah. And, that, 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 and I can't substantiate that. But, um, I mean, more access is the key. More yeah. access is definitely the key. And of course, you'd have to um, hard hardwire some disabled spaces or something into that, some parking spaces. But really, it's just... I mean, you can't get, you get a wheelchair done in payment at some points. Yeah, the payment's in that bad state uh -huh. that, I, you know, I have a customer, um, Ali, I'm not giving you his last <laughs> name, uh, his wife, she can't, his, his electric wheelchair is broke. Oh and dear, she can't he push can. his wheelchair. He's got, a, he's got a spare, but she can't push his wheelchair when broken. Parents are in that bad estate. That's terrible. I mean, she's, she's, I think being rude, she's not, not a young person. Mm -hmm. So she's just got the strength to, to yeah. you know, up and down. So if, you're, if, you're, if all these pavements, if, even if that was the only thing that was done, if the pavements were done and everything was made much more accessible, it would make your shop, your shop would great. But, Thank you, you, know, you, you know, it would make your shop or all of the shops here really stand out. It's I think we definitely good. encourage people to, to come uh, and uh -huh. um, just make it a, a more pleasant experience for them. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's that, and that's really what 15-minute um, neighbourhoods and things are trying are, are to do. It, yeah. That's what they're all about. This is actually a nice wide pavement. We yeah. had city fibre yeah. here last week. And as well as cutting off Davy's phone line, they <laughs> left the pavement completely uneven this in the shambles afterwards. They came back, they had to come back. Uh -huh. How long have we been without a phone line? A week. Oh my goodness. Which, you know, Can't run a business a there's, there's ongoing problems with pallets everywhere. I mean, that's tucked uh -huh. in a bit, but I mean, you walk along or cycle along Gorgie Road. Yeah, there's, no, there's lots pallets of and, rubbish uh, left out. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. it's in a bit. You can't get a wheelchair around here. I mean, no. with, with the metropolis so that's been built at Haymarket, yeah. towns bounce still further back. Yeah, so you need you need a bit of help just by getting the, this place tidied I just up. Think, I just think, yeah, tidied I mean, up. Would I be mean, good. you can't. I mean, you're chasing your tail trying to catch graffiti arts and things like that. But yeah. I mean, there's an ongoing. That's, yeah, a, that's another problem. Problems. Yeah. I think I'd better. I'm I think not I'd take up well, any more of your time. Well, 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 your uh, and you answer your phone, but I'm going to take a picture of you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Really nice day. to meet you. So that there you are. In a nutshell, if they could just tidy up these pavements and stuff, then that would be great, wouldn't it, for any business? And he's obviously running a, a you know, fairly successful business here. Yeah, he telling is. Me. He's made it quite a community place as well. People pop in. Oh, um, chat. Yeah, exactly. Um, it looks lovely though. It's a nice place. Some of the, there was a, a recent issue, um, Lillian here in Sample suffered attacks from, from teenagers, the window was repeatedly smashed, people were coming in and just grabbing yeah. stuff, and a couple of the shops on the other side of the road had yeah. the same problem. Same um, <clears throat> we've got Ama Spices, Charlie that runs Ama Spices and has been here for 10-15 years, he was telling me recently that he doesn't know if he'll be able to survive the the energy bills. His contract just ended and yeah, his energy bill has trebled. Was so um, it's very hard, hard to have any kind of business, of course, um, but very hard if you're uh, not uh, not making so much money and if it's you know if it's not a very nice 
place to be. I mean, this this end of the road, however, is, is busier with cars and traffic. It's busier with cars and traffic. Um, we've got the junction with Robertson Avenue, yeah, so, so there is the where, option. This is where cars peel off into other areas, I suppose. So now we're at Wheatfield Road and we're at, uh, is, that, is that a car bridge or a railway bridge up there? I can't count. Uh, that is a railway bridge. It's a railway bridge. Um, so that's another of your hard boundaries. If we go, well, not so much because we can get underneath it. Um, if we if we push on just under the railway bridge, there's one other wee pocket I wouldn't okay. mind showing you, okay. which um, it's the Gorgie War Memorial Hall, um, which is a community centre, uh -huh. but isn't quite functioning as such at the moment. Okay. Um, so we're going under the bridge here. <laughs> Somebody with some good music, good tunes in their van. Around the corner on Westfield Street, uh -huh. here. This We've is just opposite Aldi. The back entrance to, to what Sainsbury's. is erroneously called Sainsbury's Murrayfield, <laughs> um, because it's not in Murrayfield, it's in Gorgie. Yes. And I'm in a bit but of a. But it's used by people who live in Murrayfield. <laughs> I'm in a bit of a dispute with them at the moment. Again, a public realm issue and just a lack of respect for the area, which is. Uh, They've got a fence that's been knocked down about six months ago now, uh -huh. and they're refusing to repair the fence. Um, it's an absolute state. Oh gosh, um, I see it now, yes. Now Sainsbury's are refusing... So this is just a wooden fence. Sainsbury's are refusing to accept that they own the land. Hmm. This gentleman seems to be... Excuse me, pal, are you getting this fence fixed? You're taking it away? On behalf of who? They've asked you to take it away. Yep. Okay. So Sainsbury's, six months after I asked them, and Sainsbury's, sorry, I'm Ross McKenzie, I'm one of the local councillors. And uh, Sainsbury's uh, refused to accept that they owned the fence and said it was the council, so there was a bit of a back and forth. The other thing I wanted to highlight here, Phyllis, was just the. Uh, the Memorial Hall. Well, we've got the Broken Marriages Club here. Um, <laughs> the BMC Social and, Club. Um, what does BMC stand British for again? Mountaineering, British Mountaineering uh, Club. Uh, yeah. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Really? I thought BMC was a, was a um, kind of car. <laughs> Come on, no, you're... No, no, it is. It is. It's the Mountaineering Club. It's the Mountaineering Club. club. Um, but, it's, you know, it's a, 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 a social club. Yeah. That if you, if you step inside it, it's like, it is like stepping back in time. It's a yeah. very cool bar. Um, okay. And the, the Gorgie Mem here, um, which which is a community centre and I would really like to see brought back as but, a community centre. But this centre is not really being used. It's being used for childcare. There is a, a, a group that it's got a fantastic garden for children. On the other side, okay. um, with, uh, with, with lots of toys in it. Okay. Um, but it, it has potential, I uh -huh. think, to, to be revived as a, a, as lovely, a proper community uh, centre. Oh, I see the garden here now. It's got a lovely uh, red red sandstone kind of entrance way and stuff, yeah. Terrific. Super. And I think if we look back at things we've discussed on this wee trip, there's a th theme that's kept coming back is, is that the, the challenge of finding and maintaining community space in such a densely populated area and an area that suffered a bit of neglect. Oh. Um, 
and I think there are opportunities there to. Uh, but there, but the, you, I think you've also highlighted, Ross. There are things that need done, which really just need a bit of soap and water, as well. A bit of soap and water would would go a long way. And yes, some uh, pavements which maybe need widened, that kind of thing, that obviously takes some capital, uh, some spend. But there's some stuff which could be done here which wouldn't necessarily cost a fortune. Well, that's why it's so frustrating with this kind of attachment to these huge projects like George Street and CC Well. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm kind of with, <laughs> I've already told you where I'm with the Tories. This is where I'm with uh, the Lib Dems, which is some, t you know, the Lib Dems voted against the progression of George Street recently. Um, and, and I would support them in that and say, could, could you know, if you've got 50, is it going to push 60 million pounds? to spend on, on public realm improvements, how how much could you actually achieve across the areas of the city that really need it, rather than uh, spending it all on George Street? And if you want the cars out of George Street, just yeah, don't just let cars on, put up some planters. Just put up some bollards. Never an easy answer though, is there? There's never a cut and dried answer. It always has to be a bit of a, um, you know, an, an agreement or concession from one, one group to the other. So you're going to just continue uh, Plowing your own furrow. Are you referring to my independent status? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I can, I can say things and do things to represent the people in this ward as an independent that, that I wouldn't have been able to as a Labour councillor. In terms of in the council, in the chamber, there's a real frustration for me that I'm not able to, to get onto committees Yes, that's um, the downside of being an independent, of course, isn't it? Yeah, um, but I've, I mean, I've had, I've had pretty good support from, uh, from the green group, um, and I do feel that I can work across groups to bring things. You know, when I brought a motion to policy and sustainability in relation to care homes, it was agreed unanimously. When I brought a motion in relation to uh, planning. Uh, to full council recently, it was also agreed unanimously. So I, I mean, I do feel like I can walk, work with other parties to, to to bring things. My focus over the next couple of weeks will be on the cuts that I'm seeing um, in the early years in education and in, in nurseries, and we'll see we'll see whether we get uh, consensus over the points I want to raise on that. But um, that's uh, that that's that's the struggle for for an independent, I guess, is on the council. Ross, thank you very much indeed for your time and um, just uh, I think I'm going to have to come back and go with you uh, on a journey on the rest of your ward from here out. Let's do a part two, yeah definitely, looking forward okay. to that. Thank you very much.